Alrighty team, welcome back this week, episode 5.2, continuing on from last week with Kath. Guys, I'm not going to ruin too much of last week's episode if you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to do a recap right now, I'm going to keep it short and simple. So guys, if you've not already gone and listened to uh, Kath's podcast, please go back, check out episode 5.1 with her. Guys, you're going to absolutely love it, it is amazing where she's come from and where she's Uh, at now. So go back, have a listen. Uh, You're going to love it. And make sure you do that before you listen to this week's episode because you will not be disappointed. All right, guys, let's just get straight into it. Welcome team. My name is Josh Atkins and you're listening to Australia's Most Adventurous Podcast. Training, training now, I've got to say, I finally fucking enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and years ago, although I was competing and I had that competition, it was actually quite a sterile experience. It was very clinical. Um, I didn't enjoy it. Um, and it's really interesting now that I'm not actually training for competitions or training for something that still I'm getting that sense of enjoyment. And what I believe a lot of people should reconsider when they are training or even if they are competing so it is more structured, there has to be a level of enjoyment in at least one or two of the days of your training, whether it be you mix something up at the end or you change it up, but you must do that and you must listen to your body. If you don't do those things, injury will come or as I say, the area of complacency Overtraining, boredom is going to suck every little bit of all of those years of success, of worth, and you are going to start double checking yourself. And when you start double checking yourself, things aren't going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I mm. think you, you definitely nailed it on the head mm. before. Um, eating and training for performance, Absolutely. not for aesthetics. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I went through that. Like, I went through, you know, eating and training to look a certain way. Yes. And never analysing yourself so critically and so mm-hmm. closely under the microscope, you know, always finding something wrong where as to changing to eating to performance. So I need Absolutely, to fuel my yeah. body to perform a certain way. Yeah. The aesthetics come as a byproduct. That's right. Absolutely. And, and what that does on a... I guess like a self-esteem on a mental level, yes. you just feel better because you know you're performing right. You know yeah. everything. Everything's happening for the mm. right reasons. Yeah. So yeah, I think. And but I mean, like everyone almost has to go through yeah. that as well. Absolutely. And look, there is still value for. I have, like I say to some of my clients, looking good naked and feeling good naked is a very, very good thing. But it's in context to you because yep. what I believe might be good naked is different to your interpretation so you must so you must be able to explain that and that sometimes is even just getting into going from your cottontail knickers to a nice brazilian cut pair of knickers (laughs) it can be that it can be it can be that simple but what i do believe is that aesthetics the problem with it is that most people believe that if they become a different physical version it changes them as a person Mm. i 
use every day as if someone's going to write my eulogy and they're definitely not going to say at my funeral she looked hot she was sexy in a bikini because at the end of the day that is very very shallow it is yeah. not the way I want to be represented and perhaps I say to all the people out there if that's the way you want to be represented you need to improve other aspects of your life which keep you driven that get you up in the morning and I tell you it's not to wear a pair of bikinis because you can't wear those to work um, the the thing is is that you need to add value in other areas because you have to imagine that someone is writing your eulogy and if you aren't actually happy and if you believe that that is the only thing someone is ever going to talk about at your funeral that is a very shallow thing and it's not going to happen when have we been to funerals when people have talked about the way someone has looked yeah absolutely so to me that is wasting it is to me wasting valuable training time that could be put into maybe perhaps don't train go and find yourself a cool organization do some volunteer work become you know maybe hang around some like mind start doing some research go to the libraries go to some museums um hang on the streets go work for orange sky laundry there's so much shit you can do and i kind of go if your only thing is to look good in a bikini it's not adding value if i can grow up correct so i, I kind of go you know look if and and when i say that to people they don't like me questioning it because they think that they've come to the table with a new idea people it's not new mm. you only have to get on instagram every day and what do you what do we see every day when we go through our our feeds oh, well, it's, beca in, it's bikinis in fitness yeah people right? in bikinis training it's, in the it's, gym yeah and 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 to me i go if that is all if that is all you have you've got to get out more and that is not acceptable behavior to be showing our younger generations and women and children are now getting on scales you know they're at the age of five and they're saying to mummy you know mummy am i fat and they're grabbing their skin on their tummies and they're aware of size and mm. how they should be presented because of insta feeds of girls wearing bikinis and girls coming up to PTs and saying I want to be bikini fit or I want to look good in a pair of bikinis it's got to move beyond that people yep. it is not acceptable and we are creating a egotistical we are creating a narcissistic and we are creating a society not based on values anymore and if you want to look good in a pair of bikinis, you don't come to me. Yeah. I'm going to make you so much more than just looking good in a pair of bikinis. I, mm. I would, I definitely agree. I mm. think what's very present for millennials, Gen Y mm. and even Gen X on, on Instagram is this is how you need to look, mm. look this certain way. Yeah. But I have to commend, especially right now in Australia as well, just with the recent launch of Women's AFL, Women's Rugby yes. League, yep. that getting so much bigger and them really being given the opportunity to have a big social media presence because yes. they're not there with the dollars yet. No, that's right. And exactly. we're all, as adults, we're all aware of that, but they do have 
and I find these women, they have a lot better social media presence yeah. than the males. That's right. I think that is a good sign for a younger yes. generation. Yeah. And I, I think of someone like Tony, his daughter, Charlotte. Yes. Um, I don't think, I don't know if she's on social media yet, but if she has those type of people to look up to, to work yeah. towards something. So I want to, I, I don't want to look like her. I want to perform like her. That's correct. I think it's, it's so much more att- attainable. Being yes. uh, being able to try and perform like someone and be as good as, if not better, on a performance yes. level, as opposed to, um, this is my body type, but I want to look like this person. Mm. Like what you said before, you, mm. you can't change genetics. We can change epigenetics to a yeah, certain level, but our right. genetics, like for for me, I am going to always be tall and a bit leaner. Like that's I'm never right, going to bulk yeah, out right. and look like Arnie. No, that's right. And I think once we get to that place of acceptance and love and self-worth we can then start looking at the intricacies that make us tick that then choose us or that we choose a sport whether it be a social sport or whether we go to the gym and we lift some weights or whether we sign up at a lifting gym or you know whether we want to try some crossfit like we are at the end of the day we are living in such an amazing place where Things are changing all the time. Technology is changing all the time. We have so many opportunities, but for so many people, it's lost opportunity, mm. it's missed opportunity, because we're still giving excuses. Um, and I believe that if people were told today that they had something wrong with them, they would change their tune. Yeah. So if they were given some bad news, life, then you start smelling the roses and you start getting out there and you start living. At the moment, many of us are just existing and they have forgotten about true enjoyment and we only have to know what it feels like, sense of achievement once you've done a workout. Yeah, it can suck in the beginning, we all know that, but just the feeling you get from success And to me, that makes a successful person, is to come in when you might not be motivated, when you might be tired, and you might want to give the one 100 V1 shit list of excuses that Kath wrote back in, you know, 1999. You know, the the thing is, is that there's there's such a great avenue for people to just get out and have a crack. Yeah and enjoy and research and educate become in a circle of like-minded people grow and the hunger continues when you stop losing that hunger that's when you start losing it and you need to refocus but that's not a bad thing Mm. you know and i think um it's an ever evolving process when you restrict uh things in your life um, that's when things will go pear-shaped. Definitely. Yeah. On on the topic of setting a good example, what, mm. what we're seeing now, mm. especially it's really starting to come through now, like yes. I'm, and I'm really appreciating it. What, what motivates you now in life and also what do you feel you're doing to set an example? Okay. So I suppose what motivates me is knowing that I'm going to live a long life. So I wake up every morning 
I'm very, very fortunate to be in the job that I'm doing because I love what I do. So that's motivating. I don't feel like I work a single day. Yeah, there's some days I, I'm tired and all that. stay in bed, yeah. That's right. But um, on the grand scheme of things, what motivates me is that I know I'm training and working my body for the next 20 years. So I'm training my body, not for now, but for the future. So I'm excited about what to see for myself in the future. So I, I live for the now, but I'm also very much in the future. And I train my clients in that same way. Because and when you can think and visualize, visualization is a very important concept I've learnt over the years because I never understood what it meant. I never understood what visualizing and what success meant. So visualization has meant I can see and I envisaged I've done something a million times and therefore I succeed in doing it. So that is that to me, knowing that I'm going to be a healthy, happy being is 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 what motivates me. Awesome. Um, and I don't need um, an Insta, uh, a famous Insta person. I don't need anyone on Facebook to dictate to tell me that they're something special, um, because if I don't think you're special, you're not going to get anything from me. And I believe we invite people on Instagram and Facebook. Everyone says to me, oh, you know, this person, a person, I go, well, look, you have the right, you have the God-given right to press follow. Don't complain about the person. Don't follow them if yeah. you don't like them. Oh. We're, in, we're in a democratic society. Um, you have the ability and to bring those people into your life. Just like if you want shit people in your life, guess what? There's going to be shit people. There's going to be shit people. But if you want good people in your life, you have to go out for it and you have to not invite the shit into your life. Definitely. So we are in control of our own destiny and people have forgotten that and they like to victim blame and they like to give the, the shitty excuses, which I've heard a million times, and they want to now blame Instagram and they want to blame Facebook and they are not considering that they have the opportunity... They're, they're the person that invites it into their life. Yeah. Don't invite it into your life if you don't like it. Um, and, and, and I'm a very, very big believer. So the, me being the optimal person of health when I'm... So I'm, I'm 43 this year. So if I can be in my 60s, close to where I'm at now that's motivating enough because for 20 years 15 20 years now it's been backwards i was i started i had a you know i i didn't have a very very good starting point but there is no way i'm replicating what i did in my history i'm thinking now about the future so that is motivating because i'm in a deficit so when they say you know although i cleaned my act up in my 20s I still smoked two packets of darts for 10 years. I'm in deficit. Yeah. I don't know what that future holds for me. Yeah. That's still, I'm in deficit. I owe shit to my health. I still smoked. Mm. Did I drink? Fucking I drunk a shitload. I'm in deficit. That's because I was greedy and I wanted it. Yeah. I'm in deficit. I have to work harder. Mm. Okay. Um, and that is the way every day I see things. If I have some food, for example, if I want some chocolate, 
I don't drive to go and get my chocolate, I walk. So if I want that chocolate bad badly enough, I've got to walk three Ks for it. And then I've got to walk, <laughs> walk back. back three Ks, yeah. So, so that, that, that $1.70 Turkish delight doesn't look too tasty after all. And the thing is, is that that is what I do. Yep. I don't drive to go to the convenience store and I don't hammer myself with a family block of chocolate like I used to 15 years ago. Yep. I've got a sense of control and that in itself is my everyday. Some people would say to me, Kat, that's a bit harsh. You sound very stoic and you're not enjoying life. And I go, I just know it was in my fucking house. I'd have that. It'd be gone. Yeah. I've got to control myself. Yeah. So you've got to know what your temptations are. If your temptations are white bread, beer and chocolate, you don't have them sitting in your house. Yeah. It's going to lure you to like bait to them. And you're going to surround yourself then with all the feelings and the loathing and the self-hate which comes in the cycle. So guess what? If you know that shit doesn't agree with you, don't have it in the house. 100%. Right? I am I'm all and for it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, as again, like it's very, very simple tips which I used, which are probably quite old fashioned. Um, I don't need to be reading hippie, um, you know, new new age stuff. Guess what? The stuff that works is actually the stuff that's solid and has a result. So I, I, I go for that. And when I talk to my clients about their issues and their struggles, then we put things in place. But if you can't identify where you're going wrong with things, how are you supposed to fix it? Yeah, you don't know what you don't, you don't know. You know, that's correct. But someone on the outside, once you've actually chipped away, I can actually sort of say, well, look, try this, do this, and see if it works. It might not work for you, but guess what? It's better than gobble-docking four packets of Samboy chips, two bags <laughs> of popcorn, and three Toblerones over the weekend. All right? So I sort of say, look, if you haven't tried it, try it. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, Kath. Well, uh, that gets us to our wrap-up questions now. So okay. these are the questions right. that I uh, ask everyone. Oh, hello. So uh, what's your morning routine look like? Uh-huh. And is there anything in that routine that you do to ensure success or to maintain sanity? Absolutely. I can answer. Oh, that's 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 uh, podcast version number five. Um, so, okay. What I love um, is preparing the night before. Yep. So I actually hit the sack at about 8.30 every night. Um, I like to go to bed early. That gives me clarity and ensures successful rising. So my alarm is usually set for 3.50 a.m. Um, and that's with or without pets. So pets give me a double take when they are not used to actually being woken at that time um, <laughs> because most people are still in the land of nod for a number of hours. Um, Cat the pet sitter comes in and changes the whole schedule. Um, so I've changed um, alarm tones. That's actually been a big thing that's I've changed. I used to have this blaring, bark, 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 oh, and, the I alarm, used, oh, yeah. and I'd go, oh, God, that's grating on my nerves. Um, so I've recently changed it to a more zen approach so it's increasing with um decibels so i wake to a more zen like calf um which i do i'm not sort of scrambling um have and you then, noticed a change from that yes yes um i'm less anxious um i'm also just a happier being yep 
um, and I'm organised. I don't have that, you know, sort of uh, that chaotic, feeling? chaotic yeah. approach. Yep. And I don't like um, treading water feeling because I tread water for so long in my 20s. Um, the the feeling that feeling is a, a sense of dread for me, mm. um, and people forget that even people who are successful in in business with PT in the fitness industry, we can still struggle with things like anxiety and panic yeah. panic attacks. Um, so what do I say? Set the alarm three fifty usually, and then I'll, my routine is very very um, stringent. So then I have all my clothes already placed out in the bathroom. Um, so I get changed into my um, gym attire and then I put my face on, then I pop my subs, then I actually have, usually I always have a banana um, and yogurt um, as they line the gut um, in the morning and they sort of are, are a good one, good go-to. Yep. So I'll have that, have my subs, I'll have usually about three cups of water as well. Um, I'll have a cold brew coffee that I would have made up the night before usually sitting in a glass so I just quickly go for that everything's um, for me um, an area of convenience and accessibility and I can do everything in the dark um, or with the phone light ninja ninja that's right and because I'm in new houses I, I, I might sleep in a new house four times in one month so I've got different toilet rolls on one side even today I went to the house I'm in at the moment, they've got their dunny roll on the left side and I went, because I thought I was in someone else's house and I, so I went to grab my hand on the right side. So I had this ever ending, sometimes when I get out of the bed at night if I'm going to the toilet, which house am I in? Yeah. Because I have actually banged into walls thinking I was somewhere <sighs> yeah. else. Because I might, I might do a quick pet sit change for two nights then I'll be somewhere four nights. So I've got to take that into consideration. I've also got to take into consideration pee breaks for animals where I've got to put them, yep. uh, feeding them. Um, also, if I'm in a location outside of proximity to the gym, driving, um, and I'm usually the furthest away to get to places, but I'm always the first one because I'm very, mm. very um, a big believer in punctuality and pride, oh, um, yeah. and I've taken pride in that for um, 30 years, again that's showing my age I, 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 I like um, old school approaches and punctuality is one of them, I believe if you're late and you and that, that's a very very nasty sort of tardiness and, and, and mm. that can be that can be changed so um, that's 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 pretty much me I have my, my gym bag packed because also outside of doing my morning clients then I'll train, yep. so that's got to have all my pre-workout, my post-workout, my bands, my ab roller, um, change of clothes, towels. Um, and I can tell you still, I can sometimes forget the odd towel and it annoys me you're going for a shower and then you go, where's my towel? Um, so all of those sort of things, plus also I, I, I put some food together to keep me until I get home for round two to say walk a dog or have lunch. But I've got that now that I've been getting up early um, when I think back to the old days, I would have been bed, in bed for another four to five hours on some days and not do anything. Wow. And I go, what I do with my time now, I explain to people, the best way to explain it is through when most people are getting up to start their nine to five, it's already... It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime for us. Yeah. So we have to be on cue in the times of 
the witching hours. So what I say to people is that we have to present well and we have to present perfectly because the odd yawn, the odd um, thing will be seen by potential members or clients in the gym and that is how we are judged. Mm. We are judged on our performance in our uniform. So um, I believe... um, I've always been someone who puts a face on, even if it's a little bit of BB cream. I do believe in presentation and I believe in pride. It's not being vain, it's having pride. And clothes maketh the man and the woman. Mm. And it also exudes confidence. There's nothing like, you know, like when you go out, um, you know, with your partner and you're dressing up, you know. She's got a nice dress on on heels. He's got a nice suit on. And you just feel on point. Yeah. You know, everything comes together. But when you're not in the wearing the right clothes, you show lack of enthusiasm and drive and you look like an amateur. And one thing I've learned in life, I've had to fake it before I've made it on many occasions. <laughs> um, and I can tell you, one thing I've learned is clothes change everything no cuff too tough that's right that's right (laughs) and and i'm a big believer that if we started having presentation um you know believing in presentation and even going back to i'm going to say again reveal my age deportment and just even going to an interview with the right attire you know um you know, I've I've seen some people when I used you know used to work in shops and things like that growing up, and people would be coming around dropping off their resume, and they'd have a pair of board shorts, thongs, and a singlet on. You know, people and, dropping off a resume sorry, with I, bo. Yeah, I absolutely, cannot absolutely. handle that. It's not acceptable. You are an amateur, oh. and really, where that CV belongs is in the bin. Yep. Okay. If and I can smell them before I see them, abs- their abs- resume doesn't even make ab- it to my hand. It's ab- just I brush it off straight ab- to the bin. Absolutely, absolutely. And what needs to be done is this needs to be done in an education institution, in, a, in an environment where kids are picking these things up. But unfortunately, they're not being taught the importance of these things, which means when they present in this big, badass world, once they've come from schools and they're looking for jobs and they're wanting to... Um, do some graduate studies, whatever they want to do, they're going to have to know this stuff. Yeah. Yeah? And that's um, another thing. I, I, I really do believe presentation um, is very, very important. And it's not judging people. It's just presentation. And it shows pride and confidence. And that that may be the difference between choosing you over somebody else. Yeah, 100%. so that's a so that's a big part of um, representing my brand, and also as a as a pet sitter, I'm also I do complimentary meet and greets. So you know I turn up with my little fanny pack with my little treats inside <laughs> and poo bags, so I look the part. Okay, yeah. so when someone sees me, they're probably going. Okay, so I, and I've got a business card, so I hand over the business card. Business cards are a great conversation starter, and if you don't have one, I suggest get one. Um, even if you go and make something up, you'll be surprised with how far it will take you. Um, and just using language and being articulate, it's a very important thing. Mm-hmm. And I've learned all these things in, in time and I've probably made a number of mistakes, but I've learned from them. 
Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Do you like um, it? So, yeah, you, your morning routine starts yeah. the night before. Yes, correct. That's yes. The, yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. So mm-hmm. getting everything squared away. Yeah. And I, I, I got to totally agree. Like, And I always fall into this trap. Like, I, we live in units. Yes. And, um, when I uh, have to run out starkers onto the balcony to go get my shorts in the morning, yes. yep. I'm just glad in winter usually it's a bit colder, so the light's a bit dimmer. No, but I tell you what, middle of summer, sometimes oh, no, there might yes. be people across the road and they'll just run out there butt naked and walk over and make inside real quick. That's right. So, yeah. And it does. It, it really is important. And and I think that shows also that you've um, had, I've had closure for the day when I actually have packed my bag the next day I'm a bit of an overthinker I carry carry things um, and it's important that's why I love training because I I can smash things out if I'm thinking about stuff or something's upset me perhaps Um, but it's closure so if you've got closure guess what your rest is going to be super fucking epic you know and I'll go that's cool definitely yeah so what has to be your most favorite pastime activity. Now, it doesn't have to be gym. If it okay. is, that's great. Because um, yeah. a lot of the fitness people I've spoken to, it's it's generally a form of training, but yeah, it can be anything. Favorite pastime activity. Look, I did, you did mention before that rest mm. is is key. Yeah. I think, I think for me now, walking. Yep. Walking has been, it's something that has been consistent in my working out, although all the goals and my type of training has changed, that has been one thing I've never changed. I walk every day. Yeah. So if, like, you know, sometimes people will talk and they say, I'm not sure how I get my steps in. And I go, oh, okay. I, To me, I kind of feel like I'm from the Neanderthal days and I'm that lost caveman that walked through, instead of going to the cave, I went through a time zone and, and I've come out now and I actually, all I could do, like I sort of think if I went to prison, what I'd do in prison, I would walk the yards, I would fucking work hard, I would work out until I became the biggest thug no one wanted to talk to. I'd be on so, your crew, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you would be. I'd be safe. You would be. And then I sort of go, okay, if I was, if I was, um, if I became religious or if I found God, what would I do? Okay, I'd walk. And I, the correlation is, is that we are, one, hinged beings that need to walk. Second, we've got a heart. So we feel things, and from an emotional perspective, walking filters that stuff, and we've got a brain that needs to be worked smarter. So I sort of go, for, for me, the common denominator in my success has been walking from a fat loss perspective, yeah. slow and steady, and I, have pr- and I have then devised routes that have made it more challenging. I wear a, a vest, a, a 10 kilo weighted vest to up the ante. I'll use dogs to actually do their route and then I'll go, no, I can see something, you know, there's a, another. And I found shops and, and amazing things just through walking, through not using any fucking apps on my phone, just using my goddamn fucking legs and eyes. And, and guess <laughs> what, are what? Those? what are those again? Have we got those? Um, the best thing is using your legs for, if, 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 like if anyone who's listening to this podcast, just one day on a Sunday when you've got some time with your partners and your friends, your family, guess what? Drive somewhere that you've never been, walk. 
See where it will take you. You'll see new sights. You'll see things that you've never seen before. You might find your favorite fucking coffee shop. You might find a little area that you'd like to go and visit just to have some downtime. It is amazing where it will lead you. And yeah. that's where I sort of come, I, I, I find walking has changed it all for me. Wow, it's almost yeah. like, yeah, go, going somewhere going, new and walking without purpose. That's right. So, uh, so much so much of, uh, I think, being fitness professionals, our answers are always going to, I think, be aligned along uh, wellness and fitness and yeah. health. But I believe sometimes we have so much structure that our answers are almost predictable. And I'm very unpredictable. You probably learnt learned that about me over yeah. the years. I can. Everyone thinks. I guess. Guess what? Cass going to say. This is what she's going to say. Wrong. And in fact, bing bong, wrong. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to say something opposite. <laughs> so I, I, I believe in just sometimes doing something from the sheer heck of it, um, and also not having structure. And I say to people, you've got to have a life outside of the gym. Yeah. You've yeah, got to definitely. do it. We've got loved ones. I've got a partner that I would love to see more of and we actually spend time together and a lot of the time we do, we go have brekkie, we have some treats and we walk. Yeah. And we walk because it's a cha- It's a chance for also to have and share experiences, talk about the week, talk about what's the next week looking for us, all of those things. So walking brings all the good, I think all the good that can sometimes you know, be forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. How is our, are we going? He's doing very well. Nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you feel, oh, so I always say what, yeah. who do you feel outside your family has mm-hmm. had the biggest impact on your life? This can be positive, negative, because we're outside already- Outside of my family? Outside of the yeah, fam. Okay. Yeah. This could be positive or negative because we've already found out that you are able to take the positives out of negatives, but what mm. do you feel- or who, sorry, who do you feel has had the biggest impact? Okay. That's an interesting one. I'm just trying to think what the answer to that one would be. Um, I'd have to, I'd have to rain check that one. Josh, it's really yeah. funny. I've never, I, I've never thought of it um, like that. And I, and I, and I don't know why. Um, because I think there has been so many um, valuable lessons I've I've learned um, for me I suppose a lot of it has been literature yeah me okay um, which I've then put into practice um, and I suppose my, my family played a quite a big part in my transition because I was living with my mum and dad when I came back from Japan yep. so a lot of their advice um, really impacted on like my food choices and they were very very supportive um, and things like that um, but for me I, I think it's talking talking to people and getting other people's ideas have been what has motivated me because I'll um, so for example in in our PT office out the back um, we might be sharing some ideas and then someone might say something that I'll tweak to mm. and go, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting perspective. I haven't thought of it like that. And then I might use that in my next session or I might try using, using that formula in something. So it's difficult for me to think of one person. So it's more of an, um, an evolutionary process, yeah, just it's, evolving it's, over time. It's, it's, it's evolved over time. 
and what what I've been so so glad is that I've continued to be hungry with it. Yeah. Because my greatest fear is losing that hunger, that drive, uh, the passion, and the enthusiasm which I take pride in with presenting as a brand, um, and that is what I know members and clients can see and it worries me that I might one day lose that. Yep. So I believe in which I'll always remain fresh and current and up to date, no matter what my age and what I'm you know, advancing down there, I'm always going to have the ability to read, to write, and all of those skills that are so draconian, like keeping a journal yeah. and not using apps and stuff like that, but writing the raw ideas that come into your head through speaking with other people or seeing something you've you've you you know seen in a journal or a meme or something <laughs> like that. There's some fucking good memes out there, isn't there? Um, and 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 to utilise those things and, and I think um, that to me has been probably my greatest motivator awesome mm. Mm. so this is one of my uh, favourites okay. um, what's been the biggest point of view or opinion that's recently changed for you okay. now, this can be on anything as well it doesn't have to be fitness it can be something that you might have viewed in life and then it's changed like maybe study, a, a study has proved it wrong okay. or yeah, it can be one. anything um I think there's a lot of, um, and I suppose social media has done this, but when you work in the health and fitness industry, a lot of people think that we are we just want everybody to work out all the time, and that that's how we judge a successful person, and that's the only thing you can do. I'm a very very big believer that we don't know everyone's journey and everyone's history and timeline of events and often we can become very judgmental in especially the consultative process and we can just say oh look you know you just you know we, we can have things that might come into our mind and sort of say oh you're lazy or you're not making enough time and I've understood the concept of life gets in the way the reason why I understand that is because I do so much in my life, but I would never expect anyone to absolutely put a formula of what I do as to them doing it. Because this is what I have for myself. This is what I want for me. I do not absolutely say to people, I want you to start doing this sort of lifestyle. I don't want people to be up at 3.50 a.m. and going to bed at 8.30 at night and having a one-hour disco nap at 2 o'clock. It is sometimes not normal to be up in the dark for so long. We are supposed to look into sunlight and I wish I could look into the sun in the morning and get my dose of vitamin D instead of getting it when it's fucking 37 degrees on my <laughs> midday walk because it's the only time that I have free for myself. Yeah. So... Get that, that whole idea is, I suppose for me, is that perhaps when I first started in the industry, we were told to sort of become almost, you know, pushy in yeah. our sales approach of ourselves and our own wares and, and say, okay, you're lazy, you need to do this. 
out of 10, how, how badly do you want it? Yeah. What's getting in the way? And I sort of peel it back a bit now and I'll say, look, what can you manage mm. without you over committing so that you feel like you're a failure? Yeah. That to me is worded better so that the, we can perhaps gradually build it to a level of activity and movement. And I don't want movement to be how I train. I've been training for 12 years. I've been training for a long time. Mm. So when I talk to people and they go, you know, oh, I want to do this, it's going to take a number of years to condition your body. Yep. So I'm not going to lie to you. It's not a 12-week challenge. You are not going to get this body in this short amount of time. Mm. However, with what you can achieve with your time coming in, you've got a family, you're working, but you must make the effort on these times and these days. These are non-negotiables. Yep. It's when they start then negotiating those times, which may have been limited, that's when we might want to come in. But that's been a valuable thing for me to learn because I'm a bit of a hard ass sometimes and I run a very tight ship. What I can do for me physically and mentally is a very different ball game to what other people can do. Yeah. This is my life. I love it. That's why I changed it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. Everyone says to me, um, I live with my mum and she says, I don't know how you get up every day at that time and how you can present yourself in the dark in and, and, and be happy with that. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I wanted to, and, and anyone out there in podcast land who's contemplating um, about getting into the fitness industry, get ready for the early starts because most people don't think about it. But you have to be wired and you have to be on at the times when everybody else can just wander in the gym because they've just lived around the corner and they only have to set their alarm 20 minutes before. Mm. They can get in any old piece of um, uh, athletic gear to come in. We have to take a number of pieces of effort to come in and present ourselves. So if you cannot and you are not a morning person and can replicate that formula for a round two in that same day, this industry is not for you. And I'll say it, I'll say it, without regret yeah 100%. absolutely absolutely and and we, we and you and you know the people that aren't going to like it because that is their first demon yep. their nemesis is the clock yeah so you learn to harness it you learn to engage it and you see it as a positive because we have got bigger and better things to do than worry about our alarm my clients who are relying on me and who are going to be the game changers for me in my day I'm actually needing to, to be on for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a massive Yeah, thing. yeah. Awesome. So are there any um, books, mm. influences, people that you follow or quotes you'd like to pass on? Okay. Um, I, I follow so many people and I unfollow so many people. <laughs> and it's a... I am very, very bored with, as I mentioned earlier, the girls in the gym, um, you know, not an ounce of sweat on them, uh, in bikinis, um, in in very, very tight, see-through tights, showing their labia, um, all of this sort of stuff. <laughs> um, it's, it's quite boring and it's not actually original, nor is it 
is it um, endorsing um, anything really? I am bored shitless. And I believe if I'm bored shitless, I would represent pretty much the majority in my thought process. And I can say a lot of other people are going, this shit stinks. Um, so I actually look for people who um, have a level and depth in their personality first. Personality is absolutely paramount. So if you've got personality, I will then perhaps look at what you've got and then your physique might be third or fourth on the list. Yep. Um, I really like the guy by the name of Joshua Coburn. Um, he's a very big um, motivational speaker from the States, I believe. Um, and I first was a um, really, he drew me in, he did some lumberjack training out in the forest and he was just showing what the environment so being over there in the cold and you know a lot of people sort of complaining about you know going out to the gym but what we can you know how we can keep warm how we can still um, um, be functional and clear land at the same time so it yeah. was from this holistic perspective and I really I really love even those reality shows with lumberjacks and shit with saws and axes and stuff I loved I love it give me a <laughs> flannel and an axe and I'll, I don't know it just excites me um, but he, he just has this and he, and he travels all around the world and I purchased um, one of his books for Owen um, yep. when we were first together and he loved it and he still has it as a little reference book in his, in his house and it's all full of memes and inspirational quotes and what Josh does is he holds up a piece of paper and he writes a quote and he does that every couple of days so his post on post on Instagram are by the hundreds yeah and he's actually done a lot of work with um, veterans okay so I believe his background may have been um, he was post-traumatic stress disorder okay. through serving and I believe I'm not going to don't quote me Josh but I believe it may have been Afghanistan yeah and what he saw so he actually was preparing to kill himself okay so he's very open about that um, and I again with probably the background and the darkness that was in my life I can relate to that. So that, to me, I'm going to get hit, 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 love, 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 over some mole who's wearing a bikini, who sprayed some water on her oil boobs, um, trying to do a bicep curl with a resistant band and saying she's building muscle over <laughs> that. So I'm, 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 that's, that's the kind of stuff I, I, I look at. Yeah. I talk to many people and many people, I ask them, I actually ask them, I said, why did you like that post? She was. She's just wearing an outfit. Did, did what, what value mm. did that person give you when you scrolled through that feed? Was it something? Was it the hashtag? Look at my boobs, or um, look at my booty. Um, you know, look at my boobs. <laughs> um, you know. So this is the kind of um, stuff we need to start talking about. Yeah. And it's not acceptable to press like unless you mean it. Yeah. And I would give someone the vote of confidence if you just said look she had great boobs i go okay you've been honest with me thank you so much for being honest you're a dickhead i'll move on <laughs> but, i mean the the thing is at least you've been honest yeah so i suppose i follow and i equally unfollow as yeah. soon as you put something on there i'm not i'm not offended i get i'm gosh i probably create a lot of uh, offensive behavior but <laughs> in saying that i believe people who have virtue and they are confident with how they present their brand 
And there's a lot of people in fitness that forget that it's also an opportunity for members and clients alike to access their particular sites and brand. Now, if you're actually um, a PT and coach and just showing shots of your face and your boobs, and I haven't seen you work out a single client or talk about your clients, I'm not going to advocate for your service, I'm not going to sell your wares, and I'm going to certainly unfollow you. And I'm not even going to give you a love heart. So I'm very, very solid. And if someone, I've had this conversation with heaps of people and I'm unapologetic about it. Um, And everyone says, Kathy, you're too harsh. You're being too serious. It's just Instagram. And I'll go, the last time someone just said just is actually indicating to me it's all about reverse psychology. So you think it's just as important. Yeah. So um, Joshua Coburn, as I said, he's very, very good. Um, I love anything that celebrates success. So I love people who are, you know, adding tips about motivation for the day. Um, And I love if they give um, a demonstration, um, perhaps in the kitchen or with food. Um, I like things that are functional and easy. I'm, I'm down to the minute on every day with things. So I don't want, as soon as I see a post that's 10 minutes long, uh, unless they've given me a warning, um, unless they've given me a warning at the start that this is going to be a long post, I won't. I won't look at it. I like short, sharp bursts of information that are going to be functional, and I like posts that talk about strong people and also celebrating their victories through adversity. Yeah. Um, and that is what's going to capture me, um, and then I will look into their history and sometimes I actually even make contact with them yeah okay. you know and I think it's important to reach out and um, and also if you've got something to say if, if you see something cool make a say a cool remark you know um, I, I think a lot of the time we, we like to be critical in society but we don't want to also you know you want to give some positivity and some perhaps constructive criticism to some of these people you follow too that's reaching out and that's actually I think being in the spirit of community as well yeah yeah any good books that you've read recently um, now books I um, I, I love books I actually still go to Mary Ryan's bookshop um, a lot of people I will not sign up to Kindle I don't do anything on the phone um, I'm a, I love the smell of opening a book yeah. and I've got a shitload of books okay I like the the type of book I like to read is about uh, the probably one that comes to mind is I uh, bought Sally Pearson's book um, I like reading about athletes and how they operate yeah. I think they are the most amazing people whether you whether you like the sport I think um, learning about their routine how they became successful but also realizing they are just human mm. and how we sometimes put them on this pedestal yeah um and you know i like reading about being a, ch- a child of generation x i love reading about still about flojo and about ben johnson and i love reading about jordan and all of those historical athletes that changed the game yeah um so i'll I'll be more likely, you'll be more likely to see me in the sports sports area in a bookshop. Um, other thing I like to read, or I like to read, um, I like books on um, bodies yep. and 
you know, cool photography on bodies um, and perception of bodies, um, beauty of bodies, um, and also I love anthropology. Okay. So um, I love anything about the first world's peoples, um, you know, pictorial essays where, you know, you're talking about cultures and um, some of these um, particular cultures that they haven't seen, you know, white man and yeah. how they how their history um their dialects all all about all about those sort of things i think um maybe because i would love to visit some of those places and the unknown is something that motivates me not like it, it's still so much of a mystery like we we know all about these cult these old ancient civilizer everyone loves you know when you talk about egypt yeah. and the incas and the aztecs and yep. You know how they flourished um so i the the unknown um sort of is a real is a real mystery and and i like to learn about those things and and i suppose i still love i still love books um i love magazines i won't buy them because they're fucking expensive <laughs> um and that's a joke because i do believe that that's how it's all ended for the um, the book and magazine industry because social media's come along and we've got, you know, Amazon books and we've got Kindle. And again, what it means is that we're going to start seeing people reading on the phones and they're going to start having carpal tunnel. Yep. They're going to be presenting to physios and PTs with RSI issues, with rounded shoulders, because guess what? They're not reading books anymore. Um, so, you know, it presents other other issues. But, yeah, again, it's all old school for me. I, You know, even old recipe books in the 1950s. If your grandmother cooked it, you'd eat it and you'd, you'd be a strong person, you know, instead of all these bloody magazines and tutti-frutti books and stuff like that. I sort of go, you know, the old recipe books, you know, stews, broth, all that sort of stuff. That's That's the cool stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's so that's awesome. probably that's probably I'm ve I'm very old school and probably boring in that yep. in that element. Um, awesome. And do you have a quote, favorite quote, from anyone? Hmm. One of your own. I would probably say the um, athletes don't diet and exercise. Um, athletes eat and train. Yeah. That would have to be probably one that is quite current for me now, only because um, as I have worked longer in the industry. Um, I'm not going to be able to sustain this career for long if I don't do all those things. Yeah. Um, and I believe we have to start um, being positive role models. Um, and food is was something that wasn't probably touched on. And in fact, most of us were probably under eating. Um, and we can't under eat if we need to perform. And if we're doing... If we're adding a level of physicality in our job, so such as myself, up at 350, one round, then training myself, perhaps walking dogs, going back home, power nap, doing it all again. I can't, I can't be in this industry. I'm not here for the short term. I didn't, I didn't come into this industry to only be here as a as a passing passing phase. Yeah. I'm here to commit to it. So part of that commitment meant those things had to take a priority. Awesome. Mm. And food food and food and training being a big one. Cool. Yeah. 
All right, Kath, well, that wraps it up. Oh, cool. Um, that was awesome. Like, Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. We, we've gone two hours, so oh, that's God. really good. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to break this down into mm. two episodes. Cool. Um, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, can you let us know where everyone can find you? Yeah, cool. So I'm based at Genesis Gym at uh, Windsor, so on Newmarket Road. So I'm here six days a week. Um, and yeah, definitely get in contact if you're interested um, in even anything I said today or if you need any clarification or any resources, I'd be happy to distribute. And uh, on social, so Instagram, where can we find in- you? Instagram. So I am Kath Challens on, um, um, on Instagram, plus I have BrizFit by Kath, uh, which is my uh, training site. Um, now, when you hit Kath Challenge, don't be scared by the 400,000 dogs you see. Um, <laughs> and um, that's just because I take photographs and I love photographs of every and any, any animal that, you, um, that I'll sit. Um, so um, you'll be able to see also my pet sitting venture. Um, and of course, I do mobile PT stuff as well. So you can um, still contact me on those lines as well. And on Facebook, I'm Kath Challens. Awesome. And does uh, your pet sitting, does that have its own Instagram or I, is it attached so to it's So it's attached to Kath Challens. Yeah. Um, I, when I first started, I did have some, um, I did have an Instagram hashtag, which, which you could probably still even find. Um, but it's really old pictures and it's just because the name is so long, I sort of, sort of thought, nah, this is just getting too long to type out um so I, I scrapped it i scrapped it i was trying to be functional um so yeah cat challenge is is the best one to get me on awesome thanks so much cool. for coming on cat yeah thank uh, you i really Josh. appreciate it cheers, great man. story as well thank you cheers there you have a team an amazing episode uh, done by Kath um, we really appreciate having her on guys I hope you got a ton of information and a ton of inspiration uh, over these last two weeks uh, once again guys please go onto our Instagram give us a follow at ATP Fitness um, guys if you've enjoyed these episodes please take a screenshot chuck it up on your Instagram be sure to tag us in there and we will share you up on our stories Alrighty guys, until next week, uh, enjoy.